Hey, this is Todd coming to you from the uh, Sports Library and Spirituality in Verona, Wisconsin. And I just want to say thank you to, to Anchor and Spotify for the, uh, the chance to be, the chance to have a podcast. And I would like to also say thank you to the listeners, too. Thank you. It's Todd coming to you from the uh, Library of Sports and Spirituality. Um, I'm going to read from my new book today that's... Uh, that I put online last night about the about the uh, called Experience, Strength, and Hope, and it is the first story on the uh, on page five. So the unbeliever, dull, listless, semi-comatose. I lay in my bed in a famous hospital for alcoholics. Death, or worse, had been my sentence. What was the difference? What difference did anything make? Why think of those things which were gone? Why worry about the results of my drunken escapades? What the hell were the odds if my wife had discovered the the mistress situation? Two swell boys, sure. But what difference would a corpse in an asylum and prison bother? make to them. Thoughts stop whirling in my head. That's the worst of this sobering up process. The only the only think tank is geared on high high. In high high. What do I mean high high? Where did that come from? Oh yes. The first Cadillac I had. It had four speeds, had a high high gear, insane asylum how how that bus could scamper. Yes, even then liquor probably poisoned me. What had the doctor, what had the little doctor said this morning? Thoughts hesitate a moment. Stop your mad turning. What was I thinking about? Oh yes, the doctor. This morning I reminded the doc that it was my 10th visit. I had spent a couple thousand dollars on these trips. And those I had financed for the plastered play girls who could also couldn't sober up. Jackie was a honey until she got plastered and then she was a hellion. Wonder what gutter she's in now. Where was I? Oh, I guess that I asked the doctor to tell me the truth. He owed it to me for the amount of money I had spent. He faltered. Said I'd been drunk. That's all. God, didn't I know that? Doc, you're evading. Tell me honestly what is the matter with me. I'll be all right, did you say? But Doc, you said that before. You said once that if I stopped for a year, I would be over the habit and would never drink again. I didn't drink for over a year. But I didn't start to drink again. Tell me what is the matter with me. I'm an alcoholic. Ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. As if I didn't know that. But aside from your fancy name for a plain drunk, tell me why I drink. You say a true alcoholic is something different from the plain drunk. What do you mean? Let me have it cold. 
brief and with no trimmings. An alcoholic is a person who has an allergy to alcohol. It's poisoned by it. One drink does something to the chemical makeup of the body. That drink affects the nerves, and in a certain number of hours, another drink is medically demanded. And so the vicious cycle is started. An even smaller amount of time between drinks to stop those screaming, twitching, invisible wires called nerves. I know that history, Doc, how the spiral tightened the drink and unconscious awake, drink unconscious poured into the hospital. Suffer agonies of hell, the shakes, thoughts running wild, brain unleashed, engine without a governor. But hell, Doc, I don't want to drink. I've got one of those stubbornest willpowers no one in the business. I stick at things. I get things done. I've stuck on the wagon for months. And I've been bothered by it. Then suddenly, incomprehensibly, an empty glass in my hand and another spiral started. How did the doc explain that one? He couldn't. That was one of the mysteries. That was one of the mysteries of true alcoholism. A famous medical foundation had spent a fortune trying to segregate the reasons for the alcoholic as compared to the plain, hard, heavy drinker. They tried to find the cause. And all they had been able to determine as a fact was that the majority of the alcohol in every drink taken by the alcoholic went to the fluid in which brain floated. Why a man ever started when he knew those things was one of the things that could not be fathomed. Only the damn fool. Fear, ostracism, loss of family, loss of position, the gutter. Nothing stopped the alcoholic. Doc, what do you mean nothing? What, an incurable disease? Doc, you're kidding me. You're trying to scare me into stopping. What's that you say? You wish you were? Why are those tears in your eyes, Doc? What's that? Forty years you spent at this alcoholic business and you haven't yet to see a true alcoholic cured? Your life defeated and wasted? Oh, come, come, Doc. What some of us would do with... What would some of us do without you? even if only to sober up. But Doc, let's have it. What is going to be my history from here on out? So vital organs will stop or the madhouse with a wet brain. How soon? Within two years. But Doc, I've got to do something about it. I'll see doctors. I'll go to sanitariums. Surely the professional... No, surely the medical profession... Know something about it. So little you say. But why? Messy? Yes. I'll admit there is nothing messier than an alcoholic drunk. What's that, Doc? You know a couple of fellows that were steady customers here that weren't, haven't been drunk for about 10 months? You say they claim they are cured? And they make an avocation of passing it on to others? What have they got? You don't know. You don't believe they are cured through 
It was so exactly like my case. He knows what this torture is. He raised my hopes so high, it looked as though he had something. I don't know. I guess I was so sold that I expected him to spring some kind of pill, and I asked him definitely what it was. And he said, God. And I laughed. A ball bat across my face would have been no greater shock. I was so high with hope and expectation. How can a man be so heartless? He said what that it He said that it sounded screwy, but it worked. At least I had it with him. Said he was not a religionist. In fact, didn't he go to any church much? My ears came up at that. His unconventional his unconventionality attracted me said that some approaches to religion were screwy. Talked about the simplest truth in the world that had been often all balled up by complicating it. That attracted me. Get out of my mind. What a fine religious bird I'd be. Imagine the glee of the gang at me getting religion. Fooey. Thoughts, please slow down. Why don't they give me something to go to sleep? Lie down in green pastures, the guy's nuts, forget him. So it's the madhouse for me. Glad mother is dead, she wouldn't have to suffer that. If I'm going nuts, maybe it'd be better to be crazy that way he is. At least the kids wouldn't have the insane father whisper to carry through the life. Life's cruel. A puny-minded, certain... Hiding gossips. Didn't you know his father was committed for insanity? What a sly label that would be to hang on those boys. Damn the gossiping, reputation shredding, busy bodies who put their nose into other people's business. He'd land the same dump. Suffered. Gone through hell. Made up his mind to get well studied. Alcoholism. Jung, Blank Medical Foundation, Asylums, Hopkins, many said incurable disease. Impossible. Nearly all known cures had been through in religion. Revolted him, made a study of religion. More he studied, the more it was bunked to him. Not understandable. Self hypnotism. And then the thought hit him with, then the thought hit him with, that people had it all twisted up. They were trying to pour everyone in, into molds, put a tag on them, tell them that they had to do and how they had to do it for the salvation of their own souls. When, as a matter of fact, people were through worrying about their souls. They wanted action right here and now. A lot of tripe was usually built around the simplest around the simplest and most beautiful ideas in the world. How did he put the idea? Bunk? Bunk? Why am I hell why in hell am I still thinking about him? In hell? That's good. I am in hell, he said. 
I came to the conclusion that there is something. I know not what it is, but it is bigger than I. If I will acknowledge it, if I will humble myself, if I will give in and how in submission, so that something, and then I try to lead a life as fully in accord with my idea as good as possible. I will be in tune. And later the word God con- <laughs> later the word good contracted in his mind to God. But mister, I can't I can't see any guy with the long white whiskers up there just waiting for me to make a plea. What did he answer? Said I was trying to complicate it? Why did I insist on making it human? All I had to do was believe in some power greater than myself. Knuckled on to it, and I said, maybe? But tell me, mister, why are you wasting your time up here? Don't hand me any bunk about being more blessed to give than to receive. Asked what this thing cost, and he laughed. He said, it wasn't a waste of time. And doping it out, he had thoughts of something somebody had said. A person never knew a lesson until he tried to pass it on to someone else. That he had found out every time he tried to pass this on, it became more vivid to him. So if you wanted to get hard-boiled about it, he owed me. I didn't owe him. That's a new slant. The guy's crazy as a loon. Get away from him, brain. Picture me going around telling other people how to run their lives. If I could only go to sleep. That sedative doesn't seem to take hold. He could visualize a great fellowship of us quietly passing. This from alcoholic to alcoholic, nothing organized. Not ministers, not missionaries. What a story. Thought we'd have to do it to get well. Some kind of a miracle had happened in his life. Common sense guy at that. His plan does fire the imagination. Told him it sounded like self-hypnotism to me. And he said, what of it? Didn't care if it was yogaism, self-hypnotism, or anything else. Four of them were well. But it's so damn hypocritical. I get beat every every other way, and then I turn around and slay it in God's lap. Damn. Damned if I ever would turn to God. What a low-down, cowardly, despicable truth, or despicable trick, not truth, that would be. Don't believe in God anyway. Just a lot of hooey to keep the masses in... Subjugation, world's worst inquisitions, have been practiced in his name. And he said, do I have to turn it into an inquisitionist? If I don't knuckle down, I die. Why the low-down missionary? What a bastardly screw to put on a person. A witch burner. 
That's what he is. The hell with him and all his damn theories, witch burner. Sleep, please come to my door. That last was the 885th sheep over the fence. Guess I'll put in some black ones. Sheep? Shepherds? Wise men? What was that story? Hell, there I go back on the same line. Told him I couldn't understand, and I couldn't believe anything I couldn't understand. He said he supposed then that I didn't use electricity. No one actually understood where it came from or what it was. Nuts to him. He's, he's got too many answers. What did he think of the nub of the whole thing was? Subjugate self to some power above? Ask for help? Mean it? Try to pass it on? Ask him what he was going to do do to name this. Said it would be fatal to give it any kind of a tag. To have any sort of formality. I'm going nuts. Tried to get him into an argument about miracles. About immaculate conception. About stars leading three wise men. Jonah and the whale. He wanted to know what the difference those things made. He didn't even bother his head about them. If he did, he would get tight again. So I asked him what he thought about the Bible. Said he read it. Used those things he understood. He didn't take the Bible literally as an instruction book. For there was no nonsense you could not make out of it that way. Thought I had him when I asked about the past sins I had committed. Guess I've done everything in the book. I suppose I would have to adopt the attitude that all was forgiven. Here I am pure and clean as the driven snow. Or else I was going to go through life flogging myself mentally. Ah! But he had the answer for that one too. Said he couldn't call back the hellish things he had done. But he figured life might be a ledger page. If he did a little good here and there, maybe the score would be evened up in some day. On the other hand, if he continued as he had been going, there would be nothing but debit items on the sheet. Kind of common sense. This is ridiculous. If I lost all the power of logic, would I fall for all the religious lines? Let's see if I can get to thinking straight. That's it. I'm going to try to do more thinking. To do much thinking. Just calm myself. Quietly. Quiet now. Relax every muscle. Stir the toes and move up. Insane. Wet brain. Those boys. What a mess my life is. Mistress. How I hate her. Ah. I know what the matter. That fellow gave me an emotional upset. I'll list every reason I could accept his way of thinking. After laughing at this religious stuff all those years, I'd be a hypocrite. That's one.
Second, if there was a God, why all this suffering? Wait a minute, he said. That was one of the troubles. We tried to give God some form. Maybe it just a power that will help. Third, it sounds like the Salvation Army. Told him he said he was not going around singing on any street corners, but nevertheless, the Salvation Army did a great work. Simply, if he heard of a guy suffering the torments, he told him the story and belief. There I go thinking again. Just started again. Calm down. Sleep, boys. Insane. Death. Mistress. Life all messed up. Business. Now listen. Take hold. <clears throat> what I am going to do. Never. That's final and in caps. Never. They get net no discount. Never. 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 And in my mind, made up. Never am I going to, to be such a cowardly, low-down dog as to acknowledge God. The two-faced gossiping babbits can go around with their, with their sanctimonious mouth things, their miserable worshiping, their Bible quotations, their holier-than-thou attitudes, their nicey-nice Sunday worshiping. Monday robbing actions, but never will they find me acknowledging God. Let me laugh. I'd like to shriek with insane glee. My man's made up. Insane, there it is again. Brr, this floor is cold on my knees. Why are the tears running down my river? Why are there tears running like a river down my cheeks? God have mercy on my soul. Good story. I like the way uh, talks about all cynicism and talk, talks about all the questions he had and uh, you know and, and how hard it was for him to believe and. Uh, you know, he took it to the first time he actually got on his knees. Um, we human beings have a lot of we human beings have a lot of doubt, and I think that's because of the uh, the way we've grown up, who we've grown up around. Um, been taught that we're going to go to hell no matter what if we finally open our eyes up as little young little young babies that look at something wrong we're going to go to hell um, and that's the thing you know he, the doc sounds like he's recovering an alcoholic too and that was the only thing that saved him So it's very interesting read because I think about my situation too and first time I ever heard stuff like that was when I came into the program. You know, in a, in a religion, 
I was Catholic, and uh, I didn't understand any of that stuff. You know, part of it was me, part of it because I didn't want to understand, because I was afraid to uh, comprehend it, because I wanted to fit in. The other part was because I didn't understand it. You know, it's, it's hard. It's it's hard to understand something when it can, your brain only goes so far of thinking. You know, it, for me to open it up into a whole new spirituality, I had to have a had to have let go of some of the beliefs and some of the ideas that I had. You know, I didn't want to be corny. I didn't want to look corny on my friends. You know, I I just wanted to continue to uh, continue on. You know, and this is a recovery. This is after going to uh, after going through intense therapy rehabilitation for drinking. I was uh, outpatient for. Oh, I was all patient for quite a few, quite a few, quite a few uh, months in 1996. And what did I do? I drank. I didn't understand. I didn't understand anything about the pain that I was in. You know, it took me going through going through a lot of meetings to understand that. Say, you know, and it took me going to AA before it really. Before it got in my before I before I comprehended what was going on, and I had to let go of the ideas that I had. Heck, the ideas I had, I didn't even realize I had. And that's how lost I was. That's how lost I was in my thinking. And you know, unfortunately, here's a lot of it going on today. Like in this in particular story, which is from I'm sure it's from 19. 1940s or something like that. You know, because the spiritual concept is a uh, is beautiful as long as we have to learn how to do it, though. We have to learn how to think it. You know, because we're uh, we come in the program, we're closed. We're our trap door. Our trap door is shut, and there's not a ray of sunshine going to get in. And, you know, and that's, was for me, I had to get a, okay, a little bit of a belief in a higher power. And that's how I attained my spirituality. I just opened up the, opened up the trap door just a little bit to let some light of the spirit in. Once I did that, then everything came into a, came into a gradual process of believing. Um, that's what turned, I had to turn my beliefs into, uh, you know, it wasn't fast. I had to go through it. You know, it took, well, after I was sober for about eight years, that kind of, that program kind of fell apart. I didn't drink, but it fell apart. So when I came back into the program, I had to start doing some things over and over again, expecting I had to stop doing things over and over again, expecting different results. And, you know, what I had to do was just focus on a higher power. 
go through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous um, and not be so not be so headstrong you know and, and listen to the right people and listen to the uh, listen to my higher power and depend on my higher power you know I try to put other people in my family ahead of me and in front of me and they were playing God and it was not working out well well and that was the thing you know that was that was why I struggled so much when my passed and when my dad passed I was able to uh, to not be so to not be so shut off in the sunlight of the spirit until I miss, until I let God in my life and uh, and know that the way I was living my life was not going down the right road and you know, and relapsing and the, to the narcotic game and uh, playing that for a while, and you know, and then I drank for a week, and you know, when I, in 10, 2010, I drank for a week. I'm sorry, all night I drank for a week, and that was it. And it was finally I was able to get. I was wrong. I, it, was, it was 10, 2010. I drank. I can't remember. But anyways. I'm trying to say is that it took a lot of it took a lot of stuff to to materialize in front of me before I could finally see the result. And uh, anyways, so what I'm trying to say, if nobody else told you that they love you today, I do, and I hope you like the story because the man finally got on his knees, and uh, too big for too big for God's help. And to realize that there was a God and that he was not. And, you know, and for me, you know, <laughs> I realize I'm Todd. I am not God. And uh, that's the way I like to keep it that way. So, if nobody else has told you that they love you today, I do. And with that... I would like each and every one of you to know that it's brought to you by the power of love. Thanks. Hey, it's Todd. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to the show today. And if nobody else has told you that they love it today, I do. Thanks. It's Todd you It's Todd from the uh, from the podcast, and I'm just asking for to give us a five star review and to uh, hopefully you like this podcast because I hope you give us a five star review. But also, uh, if you could give us a five star on the Twitter too. We're on Twitter. We're on uh, WordPress. So. If you get give us good reviews on that, we would really, really appreciate it. Thanks.